Good morning and thanks so much for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 16th of May. Here's everything that you need to know. The top news comes from the oil and gas space. The government has reduced the windfall tax on domestically produced crude oil to nil from 4,100 rupees per tonne. The levy on exports of diesel has remained unchanged at zero, according to an official statement from the Ministry of Finance. In the previous fortnight, remember, the government had reduced the windfall tax on crude oil produced by companies such as Oil and Gas Natural Corporation to 4,100 rupees from 6,400 rupees per tonne. The new tax rates will take effect from today. Now, India's trade deficit has fallen to the lowest since September 2021 as both exports and imports declined. The merchandise trade deficit eased to $15.2 billion in April from $18.4 billion a year ago. That's according to a press release by the Ministry of Commerce and Industry. According to the latest data, exports fell 12.7% year-on-year to $34.66 billion and imports fell 14.1% year-on-year to $49.9 billion in April. Now, here's an update from the energy space. New renewable energy projects in the future can be directly contracted between aggregators or traders and renewable energy project developers and sold on the power exchanges, where the difference between the tariff agreed and the actual price in the market will be settled between the parties involved. It will hypothetically give a short price commitment to the sellers or power generators and freedom to the distribution companies to buy from the exchange when they require power. For more details on how this will work, do check out the story on the website pqprime.com. Now, in the go-first case, senior advocate Ramji Srinivasan has told the National Company Law Appellate Tribunal that the notice of lease termination by the lessers was filed on the midnight of May 2nd, soon after the voluntary insolvency petition was filed by GoFirst. The notices, he said, were only intended to defeat the purpose of insolvency. Srinivasan is representing the interim resolution professional of the airline. He's also said that the GoFirst situation would improve dramatically once engine supplier Pratt & Whitney comply with directions of the Singapore Arbitral Tribunal and supply 10 engines to the airline every month till December. In international news, Microsoft Corp's $69 billion takeover of Activision Blizzard Inc. won European Union approval just weeks after the UK's merger regulator delivered a decision to veto the gaming industry's biggest deal ever. The European Commission said that its own analysis had shown that the deal won't hurt competition after Microsoft vowed to let cloud rivals offer blockbuster titles such as on their own platforms for 10 years. That's a Bloomberg report. EU antitrust chief Margaret Vestager on Monday described the deal as pro-competitive and said that it would kickstart the cloud streaming market, which currently represents just 1-3% to of the entire gaming market. Now, the former chief executive officer of Silicon Valley Bank, Greg Becker, has said that the fastest pace of rate increases by the Fed in decades, combined with negative social media sentiment, contributed to the failure of the bank. He said this in written testimony to a U.S. Senate banking committee, which will be conducting a hearing later today.
Now, in international markets, U.S. stocks registered modest gains and two of the three early rises in the Asia-Pacific region have started positive. With that, it's over to Neeraj for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Neeraj. Indian markets have seemingly been resilient in the face of negative cues. Does that continue to be the case? Well, I- Good morning, Alex. Well, you're right. Uh, actually, it's the global markets which are um, not doing all that bad either. And India is kind of standing out even on tough days. So expect that on a good day like today, you might actually have a decent outing. Let's wait and watch if that happens or no. You know, the, the point is uh, the last 30 days, FIs have bought more than 29,000 crores. Nearly 700 crores worth of buying yesterday as well. When that kind of money is coming in, no matter how negative you are, the markets will continue to march on higher. Banks continue to shine aided by institutional flows with the index kissing all-time highs. And other rate sensitives, um, NBFC's real estate continues to remain a safe bet. Despite the run-up, yesterday the index was up 4%. Just goes to show the kind of money that is coming into some of these pockets which are performing. For today's session, um, of course, aside of the uh, oil and gas space and the windfall tax beneficiaries, some result reactions might be seen. On the positive side, Astral, splendid performance. And this was to be anticipated because the company had said that their capacity utilization levels will move up from 56% to 61% in Q4. So you could read between the lines. But the numbers up, revenues up 8% higher than the Bloomberg estimates or marginally higher than Bloomberg estimates. But the operational metrics and the operation leverage certainly coming into play. EBITDA margins at 20.6% versus estimated 16.6. Net profit at 206 crores, estimated 149 crores. Really strong show. Very likely that the stock will have a positive reaction. PVR Inox could have a negative reaction. Uh, revenues were okay. 1143 versus estimated 1070. But the operational metrics left a bit to be desired. 23% versus 27%. And a large net loss of 333 crores. The estimates were 66 crores. So a bit of a bit of a sticky issue there. Berger Paints, again, the number is not as good as uh, what Asian Paints did, uh, n- neither on the operational metrics nor on the CAGR numbers as well for the last two, three years. So therefore, people might argue about why pay such a premium for Berger when at the same premium Asian Paints is available and why pay a premium for paint companies per se, but for the fact that crude prices have come off, which might aid them. Coromandel, another disappointment. Revenues 5475 versus 5506. That's largely in line, but a bitter margin slightly lower, 7.36 versus 8.2. Net profit 246 crores versus expected 312 crores. So maybe a bit of a negative reaction. Pfizer was in line. And the brokerages calls have been good today. So Nomura has upgraded all marketing companies. HPBP, IOC, all have been upgraded from reduced to a buy. The target prices have been raised significantly in HPCL's case from 190 to 310, BPCL's case 295 to 435, and IOC from 60 to 100. Their primary thesis seems to be that their scenario analysis suggests that marketing margins will unlikely fall below normative levels, and that should help the stocks. Even Jefferies has a strong note on Polycab, uh, they have retained a buy at the target price of 4290. They have posted the highest ever sales and PAT in FY23. And they've raised their FY24 and 26 EPS for Polycap by 2 to 4%. Very likely that the stock could have a positive follow through today. So aside of the US debt ceiling issues, not much bothering the markets as yet. Let's wait and watch 
if that continues. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.